beautiful Sunday morning like this. A time of rejoicing. A time of celebration. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because you are good. Thank you, Father, because you are the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, let this hour be our hour of favor. Our hour of celebration. A time of answered prayers. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Shout hallelujah. Okay, greet five people around you. Say it's your time of favor. Your time of favor has come. 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 If you believe that, shout hallelujah. Okay, today is a special day. Tomorrow is a special day. This week is a special week. Okay, yesterday our children celebrated their worst children's day. Can we clap for them? All the excellencies and our excellencies, our future leader, we clap for you now. Keep clapping now. <laughs> let's clap for all the children in the house. Please, let's rise up to celebrate the children. Wherever you are, we celebrate our children. We celebrate them all over the world. Keep clapping for this wonderful seed. Keep clapping. When you see president coming, you will stand up. Yes, so they are our children and we love them. Nigeria belongs to our children. Keep clapping for our children. Hallelujah. I, I wish I just had a few of them here as a point of contact. Are they coming? Children, please come to the altar. Come and take your place. Let's pray for you quickly, 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 quickly. Let the children come. Oh yeah, come. Come to the altar. Stretch your hands towards these future leaders. Nigeria shall be great in your own time. Better than America. In the name of Jesus. You will not be taken as slaves. There shall be no more Boko Harams. There shall be no more kidnapping. You will be our deliverers. Like Moses of old, you will serve the Lord and lead this nation to Christ. In the name, church, say your hand towards each other and prophesy upon them. They are our seed, they will not die. They will rule this land. In the mighty name of Jesus, they will possess the gate of their enemy. They will be a living testimony. The glory of the Lord will rest upon them. We are celebrating you today. The world will celebrate you. In the name of Jesus. Prophesy son of man. And say these children. They will rule the nations. They will not become slaves to their mates. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name. We have prayed. Father, we commit these children into your hand. When they grow up, let them become rulers. Big men and big women. Captains of industry. Reformers that will change the name of Nigeria for good in the name of Jesus. Lord, give them power to evangelize this country in the name of Jesus. The demons that we cannot kill, let this one kill them. In their time, let Nigeria be great. 
am better than the country we are running to for rest in the name of Jesus. Let these children enforce peace in the land in the name of Jesus. Are you children? I prophesy unto you, you will not be corrupted. You will possess the gate of your enemy. You are born to be a king. You will not live as a slave. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy greatness into you. You become great. And you become a mighty nation. Through you, all the nations of the house shall be blessed. So shall it be in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Shout hallelujah. On behalf of the church, I want to say we love you. We appreciate you. God will keep you and bless you in Jesus' name. Children, shout hallelujah before you go now. Let's clap for them. God bless you. You can take your seat. God bless you. Thank you. We are happy to have you. We are blessed to know you. It's a privilege to have you in our midst. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Shout hallelujah. I hope you know also that tomorrow Nigeria will be changing the pattern of leadership. And now it shall be the turn of Yoruba, Yoruba person. Hallelujah. The nation will be better under Tinubu in Jesus' name. The Lord will cause him to bring security to this country in the name of Jesus. We are praying for him that the country will be better in the name of Jesus. I don't want us to give up hope. Let's keep hoping that the part of the just is like a shining light that gets better and brighter. And we are trusting God Nigeria will get better and brighter in the name of Jesus. If you believe, say a beautiful amen. Please, I want us to just be prophesying, trusting God that tomorrow will be a good day for the nation. And that we are going to be better for it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In all things we pray and in all things we give thanks. Those are the two things that we know how to do. And I'm trusting God that in the next four years we are going to have results. You are not saying amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Alright, I'll be preaching on the topic I've tied to dwelling in the realm of favor. There's an atmosphere that you dwell in that you enjoy favor all the days of your life. And I pray that will be your location in Jesus' name. You will dwell in the realm of favor. Season of favor. So one note verse 13, we have emphasized it. The Lord will have mercy upon Zion. The time to favor her, the time of God's favor has come. Let me announce to your neighbor, say, the time of God's favor has come. The season of God's favor has come. Say, therefore, God will be kind to you. You are not preaching it very well. Say, God will be kind to you because your season of favor has come. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. Apostle Paul says, I am what I am by the grace of God, and his grace towards me was not in vain. Even though I labor, I labor under grace, and I have reward for my labor. I pray you too, you are going to have reward for your labor in Jesus' name. The favor that I'm preaching about this morning will not be in vain. The grace of the Lord will be with you. 
you are going to live in the realm of favor in the name of jesus second Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 i'm laying emphasis on dwelling on the realm of favor second Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 he says three times i pray three times he said to me my favor is sufficient for thee another one says i'll be kind to you at all time for my strength is made perfect in weakness what does that mean god is saying my strength is in my kindness if i want to show you power anointing i show you favor you know some of you are thinking that when you discover power you have discovered the greatest secret of god that's a lie it is when you discover favor that you have discovered the greatest secret of god the power of god is manifested in his grace when god says i have given you anointing what the anointing should do is that the other anointing should put the favor of god upon you it doesn't matter whether you run up and down what really matter is the favor of god he said he said to me my grace is sufficient for thee for my strength he was talking about his favor it's made perfect in weakness most gladly therefore i would rather glory my weaknesses so that the power of christ may rest upon me when he was talking about power here he was talking about god's favor even when i am weak i will not be ashamed because i know his weak his favor is at work to cover my weaknesses his favor his favor it doesn't matter what people say against you it does not matter what you don't have what matter is the favor of god that is covering your life when favor is at work limitations are no more limitation they are just stepping stone that's what it means that's why you have to live in the realm of favor not on your own strength and we boast he said when you come together most of the time we boast about our strength paul says i will not be ashamed that i'm not perfect that i'm weak because when i'm weak his favor is at work in my life it does not matter what anybody is laughing at in your life or they are mocking you it is that area where god will make you when favor is at work mockers will come back and celebrate you when favor is at work i was telling my wife the story of the man that sang along with shobe they interview him and they ask him what is the secret of that song he said when he was young he was possessed with a demanding spirit of destroying things something will come upon him and said destroy this thing and we destroy it he said, one day was a climax. Somebody packed a new car he has washed in the front of his house and in a kitty. Then the spirit came to me and said, smash the windscreen. Then he, got, he told his friend, hey, let's destroy this car. And he said, ah, I cannot do it. Oh. At 12 years old. Then he said, I will do it alone. And he got a stone and started breaking the glass. Broke all the glasses and sat there. He said, clear. And the man said, I will not let you go until you pay for the glass. Then they took him to the family house. So that they will not take him away. They contributed money. One of the women that contributed money in anger said, said to me, If this child you are trusting that will take care of you, this child will kill you. Because money. He said, two things happened. They named him Basije from that day. Name him Bashije because it's a spirit that came upon him. When the favor of God blew on his life, God raised him up. 
He went to his hometown to sink. The king of the town hold him and said, this is one of the proud sons of this land. This is the son that will bring out the glory of the town. And the woman that caused him when he was 12 was there. And her own son. So they came to greet him. They said, ah, well done. That's way up. And the, the child remember because children don't forget. He remember. Ah, he said, yes. He said, that's why I started singing. Alone who could survive. As I sing in it. So it doesn't matter what you are going through. What swallowed disgrace is the favor of God. I don't know how my life is turning. I don't know. Maybe I'm not lucky. I don't know why I'm born in that particular house. Even in your weaknesses, when the favor of God come into your life, it will swallow your weaknesses. People can call you Omeniti Onira. They can't remember your name in your family history. Your turn is not in geography. They were mentioning all the time. Your turn was not funded. But yet, God can raise you up by his power of favor. My prayer this morning is that you are going to rule and live in the realm of favor in Jesus' name. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 15 and 16. First Timothy says... It is true that Jesus came to this earth to save sinners. Paul says, I am chief. I was a bad person. God through me is showing hope to the world that there is nothing favor cannot do. He said, I am chief among sinners. Look at it. This is a faithful saying worthy of acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Baddest of the baddest. Say so that's where I am. Look at verse 16. Put on verse 16. Verse 16. Okay. How bad for this cause I obtain mercy. That in the first Jesus Christ might shoe forth all long suffering for a pattern of them which will hereafter believe on him to live everlasting life. God is me as an example of grace. Say to yourself, I'll be a testimony of grace. When people look at my life, they will see the grace of God at work in my life. Say amen three times. <laughs> what does it mean to live in the realm of favor? Celebrate the love of God all the time. Anywhere you see love, grace must be there. That is why anytime you want to think about anything, Think about the love of God. John chapter 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world. The intensity of the love is determined by your celebration. If God so loved the world, I say for God so loved me that Christ died for me. For God so loved me that Christ died for me. When you celebrate his love, you are expecting his favor. John chapter 11 verse 3 and verse 5 and verse 36. John 11 verse 3. The disciple that you love is sick. Verse 5. Jesus loved Mary, Martha and Lazarus. Verse 36. See how much he loved him. You see, when you begin to celebrate the fact that Jesus loved you, 
your situation will turn from bad to good. From good to best. You have a lot of things to celebrate in life. Anytime you are thinking about favor, begin to personalize the love of God. Because good things, favor, happen to those people that believe that God loved them. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. God show his mercy, his favor to us because he loves us. Anytime you are saying God loves me, he will show you his mercy. God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, we are with a love us. Say, God love me. I can't hear you. Some of you are not talking. That is the reason why I know I will enjoy God's favor all the days of my life. What produces favor is the love of God. Song of song, chapter 1, verse 2. Kiss me with the kisses of your mouth, for your love is better than wine. What is God saying here? My love is better than anointing and power. Some of you, you are looking for another thing in the church. What you look for is for the love of God in your heart. The love of God will guarantee every other thing. It is the love of God that guarantees power, that guarantees blessing. Where there is love, there must be favor. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 4. Because you are precious to me, I have loved you. And because I have loved you, I will give men in exchange for your soul. When evil is supposed to happen to you, it will not happen because I love you. That's why you have to celebrate love. Celebrate the love of God over your life. Anytime you see somebody say, I celebrate the love of God. Not celebrate grace. Love <laughs> is the mother of grace. Look, what makes favor to flow is the love of God. When you celebrate his love, you will enjoy his grace. When you celebrate his love, you will enjoy multiplication of favor. Anybody that believes that God loves him will enjoy favor. God will always take care of people that he loves. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 3. I have heard this message from of whole time. I've heard God saying, I have loved you with an unending love. I have loved you from an unending love. I have loved you with an everlasting. Everlasting is unending. The Lord had appeared of hold unto me, saying, I've heard that message. Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn thee. Because I love you, I have shown you favor. That's what he's saying. The mother of favor is love. You want to dwell in the realm of favor. Celebrate the love of God over your life. When you wake up in the morning, say, I am a beloved of the Lord. God loves me. God loves me. And because he loves me, I will enjoy favor. Personify the love. Don't say God loves everybody. When you say God loves everybody, what you are doing is that you are removing yourself. You are removing yourself. Without you knowing God loves everybody. Now personify it. But do you know God loves me? I've noticed that he has loved me. I was thinking about God's love one day in my room. And the Lord told me, he said, do you know before you gave your life to me, I have loved you. You have always been special to me. And I said, that's true. Even before I become born again, I have seen the strange hand of God's love over my life. 
where other people have died, I have survived. It's just because God loved me. And because he loved me, he has favored me. Personify the love of God. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 8. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 8. He said, it's not because you are mighty or you are big that the Lord deliver you. The Lord deliver you from the hand of the Egyptians because he loves you. He loves you. That's why Prof said this morning, he said, somebody say you are lucky. You say, no, it is not lucky. It is a mercy. And behind the mercy is the love. I'm just love. Don't say, ah, good things happen at times. Lucky me. It's not lucky. There is a love equation behind the story. It is the love of God that makes you escape. It is the love of God. When God loves you, favor comes to you automatically. But because the Lord loves you, and because he will keep his covenant he has given unto your father, and the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand, and redeem you from the house of bond men, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Because God loves you, he has favored you. I pray that you are going to personify the love of God. All this. Look, don't let anybody intimidate you. Please. It's not about possessions. It's not about car. It's not about family background. What matters is that once you are loved, you are special. And love is never fear. Mephibosheth was love, yet he was limbed. He was limbed. Mephibosheth was loved because of his father. And King David said, you are going to eat bread at my table. He was not handsome. He said, I'm not better than a dead dog. King David said, I don't care. I love you. Sit here and begin to eat and get restoration. Favor comes to people that believe that God loves them. If I can preach a message that the love of God will be seated in your heart this morning, wherever you go, you will enjoy favor. Wherever you go, you will enjoy favor. People will tell you, I don't even know why I'm telling you this. I don't even know why I'm doing this to you. But something in me says I should do you good. Because when the love of God is seated in your heart, you attract favor. Effortlessly. Deuteronomy 23 verse 5. And I think you will not forget Deuteronomy 23 verse 5. So that you will not be worried about all the nonsense prayer points. They are praying on mountains. Deuteronomy 23 verse 5 says, Nevertheless, the Lord thy God will not, what? Hacking unto Balaam. But the Lord thy God <laughs> turn all the causes into blessing unto thee because the Lord your God love thee. It does not matter the bad dream you have. It does not matter the prophecy that they say. It does not matter the blood that they say is flowing. It does not matter the, the generational causes. It does not matter the evil plan. What matters is that God turned causes into blessing. He said, because I love you. And because God loves you, all things will work together for your good in Jesus' name. John chapter 5 verse 20, Jesus said, the father loved me. That is why the father has shown me all things. <laughs> For the father loved me and showed me all things that himself dwelt and he will show me greater work than this that ye may marvel. Jesus said, the secret of my anointing and power 
is the love of the Father. This secret of my ministry is the love of God. That's what Jesus says. Somebody said, the secret of Jesus' power is fasting. He fasted 40 days. The secret of Jesus' uh, ministry is his holiness. The secret of Jesus' ministry is this. Jesus said, the secret of the miracle that I do is the love of God over my life that is showing me things. And he said, he will show me greater things. I know some of you have enjoyed blessing. God will do greater blessing in your life. The secret of all the blessing is the love of God. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, I know the Father loves me. Let me tell you, we say, I know the Father loves me. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. They abided hope, they abided faith. But the greatest of all the gifts is what? I can't hear you. Which one is the greatest? I can't hear you. Which one is the greatest? The greatest of every signs and miracles is the love of God. If you don't know the love of God, you will miss the favor of God. If nobody has ever preached about the love of God for you, you are missing the favor of God. You can never enjoy the favor of God. You are not favored because you don't feel that you are loved. You are favored because you believe that you are loved by the Lord. People that are loved they enjoy favor effortlessly. Jacob loved Joseph and gave him coat of many colors. Once the love is in place, favor must follow. And I'm happy to announce to everybody under the sound of my voice this morning that God loves you. How do I say that? John chapter 15 verse 13. Greater love at no man than this that, that a man should lay down his life for his friend. How many of you believe that Jesus died for you? If you believe that Jesus died, that if you are the only person on the surface of the earth, Jesus will still come and die. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, I know Jesus loves me. I will be happy because I know favor is on the way. Come and shout hallelujah. Dwelling in the realm of God's favor. Celebrate the favor of God. Anytime you celebrate the favor of God, the love of God, Favor come easily. Dwelling in the realm of God's favor. Celebrate the love of God. Personalize it. Proclaim it. Let everybody know that you are special. Let me pray to two people around you. Can't you look at me? Look at my face very well. Can't you see the love of God? Written all over my eyes. I'm like the apples in God's eye. Nobody can touch me. I am the beloved of the Lord. I am special. Come and shout hallelujah. This is the way we feel and we attract favor. Alright. Number two thing that help you to dwell in the realm of favor is by dwelling on the benefit of the Lord. I like the place mommy read. It was not in my note but it's so interesting. Let me start from the place where mommy read. Romans chapter 8, verse 14 to 16. Let's extract that scripture and see where what Paul was saying here. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And you think that he's just saying this so that we can say, I am a son. No, watch it. Look at what he's saying. He was not even laying emphasis on the leading. But he was laying emphasis on the leading. 
For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Watch it. My father says, you have not received the spirit of bondage to serve as slave, but you have received the spirit of adoption to become sons of God, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Now watch verse C. The spirit itself bear a witness with our spirit that we are what? Children of God. That would have been okay. Ah, we said we are children of the Lord. But we don't stop. Look at verse 17. Verse 17. And if we are children, we are what? What does that here mean? An inheritor. Somebody that have inheritance. Listen. Don't let anybody put religion into your life to take away the benefit of Christ. There is benefit in giving somebody's life to Christ. There are a lot and lot of benefit. If you are born again and you are not enjoying favor, it's because you carry your, your eyes away from the benefit of being a child of God. There are a lot of benefits. I know the reason. I'm not going to be a parlor. It pays me to have inheritance with Christ. If you are heirs of God, you are joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, then we may also be glorified together. That's what this is. First Peter chapter 3, verse 9. You are called to inherit the blessing. The benefit of Christ. When your eyes when you dwell on the benefit of Christ, you enjoy favor. This is the benefit of being born again. I must enjoy it. You are not just reading the Bible like a religious person. You are not expecting anything for God to do for you. Then you not receive anything. Colossians chapter 2 verse 18. <laughs> Put on Colossians chapter 2 verse 18. Look at what Colossians chapter 2 verse 18 says. Let no man deceive you of your reward. Beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels. Intruding into those things which he had not seen. Fairly puff up by his fleshly mind. Let nobody give you a revelation that will deprive you of your reward and benefit in Christ. That's what he says. Let no man preach a word to you that will deprive you of your benefit of serving Christ. My father says, let no man cheat you. When you come to church, you have come to be a partaker of God's blessing. Church is not a place of punishment. Church is not a courtroom. Church is a place where we estray what God has prepared for us as a blessing. Psalm 102 verse 1 103 verse 1 and 2 Bless the Lord, O my soul and do not forget what? All is benefit. What does it mean? Be mindful of the benefit of the Lord. Let it be in your mind. When you put your attention on the benefit that Christ's death has over you will enjoy a lot of favor. Are you hearing me now? When you gather together to pray, 
believe that I have answer. We have gathered. Let us pray. That we are believing the answer. That is the benefit of our gathering together. There is benefit in obeying Christ. A wonderful benefit for you when you are seated like this under the atmosphere of heaven. That's what the Bible says. Dwell on the benefit of Christ, not on conditional blessing. John chapter 11, verse 40. John chapter 11, verse 40. Jesus said to the woman, Have I not said it to you that if you believe me, you will see what? The glory of God. Say, I believe God. I can't hear you. I will see the favor of God. As I travel tomorrow, I will see the favor of God. As I walk in my office, I will see the favor of God. Because I believe God, I will see the favor of God. Watch it as they were going. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone that follow me, anyone that believes in me, will not see death. Believe, do you believe this? He said, yes, I believe you are everything. You are the teacher, you are the Messiah, you are everything. You are the one that have come to take the sin of the world. You are the redeemer. There is nothing you cannot do. Mighty healer. Oh, you are everything. Jesus now says, okay, remove the stone. He says, sir, sir, you are trespassing. It's four days that he has been dead. By now he's thinking. Let's leave it. Jesus said, I have told you, if you believe me, you have not believed me in vain. If you believe me, you will see the glory of God. Don't you believe it again? Say, I believe it. If you believe me, there is a reward for you. The woman will be, and Lazarus came back to life. That's what I'm saying. But those of you think that when we are talking about exercise of faith, pray in the spirit, come to church, take the Holy Communion, we are just doing nothing. I met a man, one of my former staff, Lautek, some years ago. I met him at the clinic. And I said, what is the problem? It was very young. I said, I've been having this problem for years. I said, but you are saved? He said, yes. Do you believe that God can heal? That the part of the just is like a shining light that moves better and get better and get brighter? to the power. He said, yes, I believe it. I said, okay, can I introduce you to something you can be doing on a weekly basis that will help your head? He said, what is it? He said, only communion. He said, what? I said, only communion. Say, do you take it Holy Communion regularly? Because there's benefit in you taking Holy Communion regularly. He said, say, I don't believe there's any benefit there. I said, why do you say that? He said, Jesus only said, do this thing in remembrance of me. That's just for remembrance. I said, okay. He said, what about where he said, anytime you take my body, you do testify of the lost death till he comes. He said, sir, what does that mean? I say it means that you are showing the devil that Jesus died for you. Anytime you take the Holy Communion in your hand and say, Jesus died for me, you are celebrating the Lord's death that Jesus died for you till he comes. And that's a testimony against every attack. You'll be healed. You say, ah, I've never seen any benefit in taking Holy Communion. I say, now, focus your eyes on the Holy Communion, on the benefit that is there. And any time you take it, the benefit will now be coming to you naturally. There are so many blessings that will be passing you by because even when the blessing is being preached, your mind is not there. You say, there is nothing there. I'm just doing it for nothing. You are being cheated by doctrines of men. 
Dwell on the benefit of Christ. And favor will come to you easily. Isaiah 65 verse 23. He said that you shall not labor in vain. You will not bring forth for trouble. I pray for you, your labor in life will not be in vain. That will give you strength to labor. Look at what he says. They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth children for trouble. Can every father say amen? Amen. Are you listening to me? For they shall be the descendant of the blessed of the Lord, and their offspring with them. God says, focus on reward. Focus on benefit. You will not labor in vain. Your children will not give you trouble. They will give you peace. When you focus on those things, those blessings will attract favor to you. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10. I've read it before. I am what I am by the grace of God. And his grace towards me was not in vain. I am blessed by the favor of the Lord that support me. Even though I labor, it was the grace of God that was at work in my life. Galatians chapter 2 verse 21. I do not (coughs) frustrate the grace of God. (coughs) I do not frustrate the grace of God. And I pray you will not frustrate it in Jesus' name. Are you saying me very well? Okay. Number three way to dwell on the realm of favor is by what? By what? (coughs) By what? Dwelling on the benefit of Christ. Number three, by dwelling on the testimony of Christ. What Christ has done for you. Dwell on the testimony of Christ. Revelation chapter 19, verse 10. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Anytime you have testimony, you're having a prophecy of a new life. Revelation chapter 19, verse 10. He said, but the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. How many of you have testimony in your past experiences? Raise your hands to heaven. <coughs> How many of you are here and you, know, you don't have testimony? If you don't have testimony, this morning you are going to have testimony. Testimony. And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, see that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren, whom you have testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Whatever God has done in your life before, he can do it again. Let me turn to your neighbor and say, God will do it again. The testimony that I've received in the past, I will enjoy it again. Tell him what I say this week. I will have another testimony. In the name of Jesus. Say, believing, amen. amen. Okay. Psalm 78, verse 40 to 42. Psalm 78, verse 40 to 42. How often they provoke him in the wilderness. And grieve him in the desert. Verse 41. Follow it. Yes, again and again. They tempted God. And limited the Holy One of Israel. Why? 
they did not remember his power the day when he redeemed them from their enemy. Say with me, I will not forget the blessing of the Lord. I will not forget the testimony of the Lord. I will always remember what God has done for me. You see, when you remember what God has done for you in the past, you are provoking another one. Watch people that don't share testimony. They usually don't have new one. People that don't share testimony, and you have every opportunity to share testimony and to remember what God has done. The beginning of the month is a time to remember what God has done within the past month. The beginning of a new year, like Brother Boy celebrated his birthday last week, it's an opportunity to remember what God has done in the past. Is that not what I'm saying? When you keep testimony alive, and you are saying to yourself, this is what God did for me in the past, you are provoking God to perform another one. Because when you forget his testimony, you are limiting God. You are limiting God. John chapter 11, verse 20 to 21. John chapter 11, verse 20 to 21 to 22. Put on John 11, verse 20 to 21. Look at what Mary said. Now Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Verse 21 and 22. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord... If you have been here, <coughs> my brother would not have died. Verse 22. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give it to you. Let me say to yourself, even now, whatever I pray about, God will answer it. Whatever may be my need, God will say to me, the testimony of Jesus will repeat itself in my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Watch every strong person in faith. They are men and women of testimony. Psalm 119 verse 99. I have wisdom more than my enemy because your testimony, they are my meditation. I meditate on the wonders of God. I dwell on testimonies. Testimony. I have more understanding than all my teachers. For your testimonies are my meditation. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I will dwell on your testimony in my life. Your testimony will be my meditation. Now, you have read in the past. You have read Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth. You will meditate on it day and night. So that you make your way prosperous. So that you may have what? The New Testament fashion says that meditate on his testimonies in your life. Encourage yourself with your past testimonies. I was done. He raised me up. I was broke. He blessed my life. I was dying. He healed my body. I was lost. He found me. I was astray. He brought me back home. These are the testimony that provoke favor in your life. If you are traveling and the devil is telling you, this journey will not be good, tell him there was a time I was traveling alone. He saved me. This journey also is going to save me. Meditate on his testimony, on his wonders. And if you don't have any other testimony, look at the testimony we have shared. Pick one and say, 
if God can do it for that person, he can do it for what? I can't hear you. Say, God can do it for me. Every time you meditate on testimony of Jesus, you are provoking favor in your direction. You are doing what? Provoking favor in your direction. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 21, verse 24. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 21 to 24. He said, then you shall say to your children, we were slaves of Pharaoh. God is saying that when you get to the land, don't forget this testimony. Say it to your children. Say your, to your children who are slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt. And the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Every father, every mother in the house. If you want your children to love the Lord, tell them the testimony of the Lord. When you receive salary, don't hide it. Don't say, ah, one more Somebody say, one more for coming, one more and there are some people that the testimony they have is that Kosovo all the time. I knew Kosovo. I knew Kosovo. Because they keep hiding the fact that there is money. And your children will also feel that the God that you serve does not provide money. When they grow out, when they grow up, they want to serve the devil. They say, ah, I would rather go and serve the devil and sing all manner of song. But if you are in the church, the Lord told the children of Israel, he said, when you get to the promised land, you will say to your children, the Lord show us sign and wonder. The Lord deliver us. The Lord bless us. The Lord take us away from the hand of Pharaoh. Put on verse 23. We are going to 24. Put on verse 23. Then he brought us out from there that he might bring us in. To give us the land which is sure to our fathers. Verse 24. And the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes to fear the Lord of God for our God always, for, for our good always, that it might preserve us alive as it is this day. Why am I reading verse 24? He says, Before you tell your children to obey God, are you hearing me now? Before you, cheat, you tell your children to obey God, first share with them the testimony of what God has done. And now tell them, God wants us to obey him for our good. So that we can have other testimonies. Are you listening to me now? Start teaching children from the point of testimony to obedience. Don't call your children and say, don't wear your ring. Don't wear your ring. Don't you know God punish me that we are yearning? Don't, 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 don't do this. Don't do that. The, the child will now say, ah, why is God full of laws? Start with your own testimony. I was a small boy in the village. God raised me up and blessed me. He did this for me. He did that for me. He did this for me. That's why I want to do anything that pleases him so that my life and your own life can be good. That's how to teach the word of God. Not from the point of law. Can't you see? Are you not Jesus? Oh, God, the lawyer, can't you see? I'm waiting, but I'll be waiting. me, and so what? Kilo I'm now myself. But if you start with 
your life is a testimony. When we give back to you, we experience a lot of blessing. We wanted to serve him. That's why we say you are going to be dedicated to the Lord because God has been so good to us. Every day of your life, like the daughter at the ore, blessing, manto, okan woleni. And I say, ah, okay, please sit down. I want to serve God. That is the teaching pattern that the Lord showed the Israelites. Don't start with the law with your children. Start with testimony. Then you can now heart obey this, obey that, so that the favor will continue to flow. Dwell on the testimony of the Lord. Dwell on the testimony of the Lord. Dwell on the testimony of the Lord. So that your children will not become vagabond tomorrow. All these boys, they will ask you questions. They will ask you questions. Mommy, you have been praying. Do we have answers for all this prayer you have been praying? Somebody told me in the class that there is no God. As God ever answer a prayer in this family, you are going to show them what God has done. My son asked me one day, Ah, daddy, see that accident? Do you can't have us there? I said, They do. But you know, the reason why we don't have us then is because God is the one that is saving us. That's why we love him. He was young then. Show them. Anytime they point out one good things in your life, start with the point of testimony. This is what God has done that made us this. We were poor before. We were very, very poor. Very, very poor. We used to turn water and sugar into tea. But now the Lord has blessed us with abundant milo. It's because Jesus helped us. He said, when you begin to show it like that to them, they will willingly serve the Lord. And you are also provoking favor in your direction. Dwell on the testimony of the Lord. Psalm chapter 119, verse 2. Psalm chapter 119, verse 31, verse 46. Telling us to meditate on the testimony of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimony. Who seek him with their own heart. You keep his testimony. You have the mind that God is faithful. You have the mind that God is good. The Bible says then you are blessed. Are you hearing me right now? You know if I ask you. How are you? I'm fine. What has the Lord done? Nothing. I can bad One day somebody called me. I was complaining. I'm going to see that go feedback. It's like we are under close heaven. And I took him serious. Honestly, I took him serious. So I knelt down. I said, God, why are you not answering the prayer of this person? Then my phone rang. I ignore as if I didn't hear. God said, pick your phone. So I picked my phone. And the person said, Pastor, thank God. I do and bow. Opposite of what I was praying. And I was not happy because I was coming from the mentality that God is not answering prayer. I said, Amen, Amen. You are blessed. Amen. Jesus name. So I stopped the phone. I knelt again. I was praying. Another phone came in. God answered my prayer. Ah, I see three phone. I said, God, what is happening? God said, what is happening is what I've shown you. The reason why his prayer is not answered is because he has refused to acknowledge the word that I have answered. If you refuse to acknowledge what God is doing, you will not see another favor. The easiest way to provoke favor 
is by being thankful. The easiest way to be thankful is to remember what God has done in your life to provoke another one. Because nobody can praise himself. Even God cannot praise himself. So you have to praise him and thank him with what he has done. Have you forgotten Luke chapter 17? We are here 10 lepers and one of them returned. He said, why is it that it's only this one, a stranger that returned? Don't commonize God's blessing because you are born again. Because you are born again does not mean that God's blessing is just natural. Thank him for it. It does not hold you. Thank him for what he has done in your life. Keep his testimony. And when you keep his testimony, the Bible says, blessed are those people that keep his testimony, that keep referring to his doings, what he has done in their life. Psalm chapter 11 again, verse 31 and 46. And maybe we should be rounding up now. Three things that make you to live in the atmosphere of favor. I cling to your testimony, O Lord. Do not put me to shame. I prophesied this morning, God will not put you to shame. Even when it seems as if the boat is shaking, hold on to his testimony. God, you have been faithful. You can never lie. You are too faithful to lie. Your testimony will preserve me. I have seen your hand. Your hand is always in my life. You kept me safe. You kept me happy. You are the one that has been by my sheet. You always be with me. And we keep you throughout your life in Jesus' name. Verse 46. Verse 46. Okay, I will speak of your testimony also before kings. And I will not be ashamed. You must never be ashamed to speak about his testimony. Let's look at our covenant fathers to round up. Genesis chapter 48, verse, uh, maybe we start from verse 15. Genesis 48, verse 15. Let's read from verse 11. And Israel, another word for Israel is Jacob said unto Joseph, are not taught to see your face, but look, God has shown me your seed. I like the way our covenant father relates. Do you know at times when they have just a revelation, they will build an altar to worship God. Do you know what it costs to build an altar? You buy cement. You buy blood from Bradley. You call a bricklayer. You say, God just showed me something. I want to worship God. The Bible says when Joseph visited Jacob in his old age and he was old and brought his chair and said, Daddy, I'm going to go to the house. I have not thought I would see your face. But now, God has been merciful. I have seen your children. He started with testimony. I thought you were dead. But now you are alive. And that's an example to all of us. Don't see your children and complain. Remember when they were young. Say, ah, when you were young. I never know you'd be as tall as this. Look at how handsome you are. Lord, I'm very grateful. That is how our covenant father, Father Jacob, greeted Joseph. Now continue. We are going to 15. Put on verse 15. Put on verse 15. Verse 15. Look at what Joseph said. Jacob said. Put on verse 15. And he blessed Joseph and said, God, before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walk, what happened when they walk before God? The God who has fed me all my life long. He did not say, I have worked hard to feed myself. He said, it's God 
that provided for me. That is what we should be hearing from fathers. Fathers should not be telling us covenant blessing. I pay the price. I pay my due. All this thing does not provoke favor. What provoke favor is when father dwell on the testimony of the Lord that has helped them to where they are. All of us will now have hope that we can also become great like them. But when father clings to their own righteousness for greatness, we will all lose hope. We say, ah, but if a father says that the God that blessed me, the God that fed me, the God that did it for me, we do it for you. We all believe. We believe. Look at it. The God that fed me all my life long. Another one says, the God that preserved me from all evil. Put on, put on verse 16. The God that shielded me. The angel who has redeemed me from all evil. He said, I'm alive today not because I'm smart. Too. I will have died in the wilderness. God preserved me from all evil. He started with testimony even before prayer. I told you the other time, I said, start with testimony before teaching. Start with your children. God is good, though. <laughs> When my children see me dancing, they say, Daddy, San Savoni. San Savoni. We don't hide a lot from ourselves. When they pay, I'll tell my wife, We told all the children, There is something that will happen. We are using it to thank God. There is no point hiding it now. Please sit down. Point I didn't it. Father Jacob said, The God that fed me, the God that preserved me, was pointing to God. He now used that same God to bless them. That is the way to live life. You live a life of a testimony and you are provoking favor. Don't think that when you complain to everybody, you don't have money, you will have money. You will not have oh, because you are confessing negatively, and that negativity will come back. When you keep saying, God is good. God helped me. God did this. God did that. God will do much more. That what bring attraction of favor to you. Not by complaining. Nobody get up by complaining. How are you? I'm fine. God is good though. God has blessed me. God answer my prayer. God, they won't force money out of your pocket. Nobody will force money out of your pocket. One sister, years back, at overcome her then, was coming from another town to church. She was a copper. So, as she was coming, one brother now asked her, where are you coming from? He said, or something. And it's very far. Maybe about 500 to then. The money was huge. Huh? The, so, the copper now, the brother now thought, 
How much are you handling as a copper for you to be coming from that distance? He said, don't worry. Every week, I'll be paying you your transport fare. He said, like how much? Let's say average of 1,000. I want something. I'll be giving you. Every time you see on Sunday, there's not a problem for me to give you. I like your dedication. The fact that you are coming to church. Four Sundays into the payment, the lady met the cabbie, see the cabbies of Luba that time, and they saw her handiwork. She knows how to use her direct for cutting. A very fine design. So they gave her the contract of other palace. They also gave her another job in Lagos. She had so much job that can take a year's salary of what that brother was giving her. So she was excited. She came to church. Pastor, I must share this testimony. I must share. Please sit down. So she came and gave her the mic. She said, praise the Lord, brethren. Naibu sister. Praise, 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 praise. We praise. He said, God did it for me. She explained number one, Boa, it was money. Number two, Boa, it was money. The brother called her at the end of the service. Now you can pay for your transports. <laughs> she ran back to me. That's why it's not good to share testimonial. That brother has stopped. <laughs> I said, ah, it is good to share testimony. Do you have transport now? Say yes, I have more than enough. I have twenty thousand. I think twenty thousand. I say, I say, then pay for yourself now. But is it good for him to stop? I say it's good because God has blessed you. What you do is that you pray for God to also bless him for blessing you. You say that's why I don't like sharing testimony because he has had it now. He has stopped. He has stopped. Testimony provoke God's blessing. It provoke God's blessing. Anytime you are talking about what God has done, even though man may want to stop, but the blessing that God will give you will be bigger than what any man can give you. Stop hiding. If God is good to you, say, God has been good to me. I am faithful. There is nobody in this church that has testified about God's blessing that has remained the same. Instead, they have moved up by thanking God. I have never in my life hidden God's blessing. If God has done it for me, say, God did it. Let the devil be ashamed. It will provoke another blessing. All our covenant fathers, when they meet their children, they talk about what God has done. This is what God did. This is what God did. And we continue to be good to you in Jesus' name. Three ways to dwell in the realm of God's favor. What is number one? celebrate the love of God at all time. I am special because God loved me. I am lucky because God loved me. I am blessed because God loved me. If God loves you, you will enjoy favor. Number two is what? I can't hear you. Dwelling what? On the benefit of Christ. Let no man cheat you. Anytime they are preaching, look at the benefit of Christ and use those benefits to pray. The benefit of Christ, we attract favor. Number three is what? Dwelling in what? Of Christ. Meditate on testimony of Christ and we attract another favor into your life. Rise upon your feet. What a wonderful Sunday. Rise upon your feet. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, I know. I am special.
you love me. You cannot deny it. That is why I'm alive today. The love of God is over my life and I know I will enjoy favor. If you know God loves you, this is the first time for you to formalize it, confess it to him and say, I'm special to you. I am loved by the Lord. My life is unique. You have loved me with an everlasting love. Therefore, I will praise you forever. Go ahead and celebrate his love. Celebrate his love. Celebrate his love. Dwelling in the realm of favor. You have to dwell in the realm of God's love. Lord, I thank you because you love me. You love me more than my neighbor. Lord, I thank you because you love me. I'm special to you. Order may be ordinary, but I know I'm special. Thank you because you make my life beautiful. Because you love me. Because you love me, I'm special. And because you love me, I will enjoy favor. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Raise your two hands when we can say, Father, all the benefits of Christ, they are mine. Nobody will cheat me. I will enjoy the benefit of Christ. Go ahead and say, Lord, I will dwell on the benefit of Christ. My labor in the Lord shall not be in vain. My labor in life shall not be in vain. I will inherit the blessing. All the blessings that are destined for me, I will enjoy it. All the things that have been written concerning me will come to pass. I will not serve Christ in vain. My service to Christ will be with I'm asking you to pray for your own now. You are not praying. No. And later, don't complain to me. My serving Christ will not be in vain. My service to Christ will not be in vain. I will enjoy promotion. I will enjoy blessing. I will enjoy answer prayer. He will reward me with grace. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will not be disgraced. Because I'm a child of God, I will enjoy provision. All the benefit of serving Christ, I will enjoy it. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Open your eyes and look at me. The Bible says, be not be weary in doing good. For in due season, you will enjoy the reward. You will enjoy the reward. Your coming to church is doing good. You love God. You can be playing football now. Or other people can be somewhere else doing another thing. But you are here. Giving your time to the Lord. May the Lord reward your good work. Yeah. Ruth decided to follow Naomi. And Mordecai prayed. Pray for her. He said, may the Lord reward your good work. May the Lord reward you for trusting in the Lord. I pray for you today. Because you have given God your time, may the Lord take care of you. Amen. May the Lord answer your prayer. Amen. May the Lord give you testimony. Amen. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, my service to the Lord is not in vain. I will enjoy good reward. My coming to church shall not be in vain. It shall be rewarded this week. Go ahead and pray. Don't let anybody cheat you. Thinking that you are doing religion by coming to church. My coming to church is not a waste. The Lord will reward me with good health, with answer prayer, with abundant provision. My way will enjoy favor. My business will enjoy favor. I'm not wasting my time. In the name of Jesus, I am not wasting my time. I will enjoy the favor of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.
Open your eyes. Let me tell you something. Look. I am not disappointed for giving my life to Christ early and for serving Christ. I've seen other people saying to me, it is good that you chose to serve God when you were young. That's why God is bad. I'm happy. I feel proud. I'm serving God. I was at a function. One of my secondary classmates was doing burial for a late mother. And I went. And they were looking at me. All of them were looking at me. And one of them, a pastor in Redeemness said, I am not surprised that God has blessed you. You are the one that used to preach to us when we were in secondary school. I am so happy that you are blessed. He's a sonar pastor now, area pastor in Abiyokuta. He said, I'm happy that you are blessed. And when I was in the car, I was also happy with myself. Yes, it's good to serve God. And when people that do not serve God, when they see you in future, they should say, yes, God is good. In those days, I was the chapel prefect in my secondary school days. In secondary school days, during the chapel, the chapel prefect will lead some people to prayer. Two days in a week. The other two ways, the Muslim will lead. I have another man, they call Afar. They call me pastor in secondary school. I gave my life to Christ early. When we met some years back, I told him to his face, I said, your religion is bad. Look at where you are. Look at where I am. I said it to him. I said, look at your life. Recently, he gave his life to Christ. Yes. So they gave his life to Christ. And I'm happy. Look, if I said I'm serving God in secondary school and I'm not living a poor man's life, what will you think Christ is? That my service to Christ has been nothing. God has not rewarded me. I can say to all the youth here, without playing religion, that it pays to serve God. Even my children, my daughter, my sons, they are testifying. They know people that were high when we were very small. And they saw how Christ has helped us to overtake them. She was telling me the other day, these are children that we cannot even stand by their side when we just came to Shubu. Look at where we are now. They are looking high on us. I say it's because of God. It pays to serve God. It pays. I don't go to be a parlor. It pays. I'm living a righteous man's life. God has answered my prayers in all areas. There is benefit in serving God. We are not playing religion here. If it's not working, we will not be doing it. And I'm not saying, when you give this, God, look, there are a lot of blessings for you when you give your life to Christ. Without Christ, I will not be where I am right now. And nobody in my family can compare his life with me. Because the Christ that I'm serving has a lot of benefit in stock for me. I'm not preaching religion. I'm talking about the benefit of serving Christ. He said you are not safe to become a slave again. Some of you think that when you give your life to Christ, you become a slave to pastors. God forbid! God does not have a grandchild. We are all children of God. You are not slave in church. We are all worshippers before God. You are worshipping God, I'm worshipping God. The benefit of Christ is for all those people that are born again. None of us here is disadvantaged. The only thing that can make you to be disadvantaged, when you take your eyes away from the benefit and you are playing religion, you become disadvantaged. When they are preaching to me, I focus on the benefit that is in this thing for me. After he has finished preaching, I will use that benefit to pray. God, you say I will not bring forth for trouble. Me, oh, I will not bring forth for trouble. My labor will not be in vain. And all the benefit will come to me. I pray for you this morning that all the benefit of serving Christ will be given to you. Yeah.
When you grow up and you are old, you will not regret serving Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. God told me in a vision. I saw my son taking a magazine to school and I said, what are you going to do with it? I wasted my youth doing this thing. And the angel appeared to me in my dream and said, you are not wasting your youth. I was preparing you for the assignment I have for you. Even if you are going through suffering right now, I pray it will be a preparation for your blessing. See, I have an assignment for you. That is why I embedded you in reading the scripture. Now, look at the picture there. Look at the picture of Reverend Sam. I'm taking you to another level in ministry. And he showed me. And I went to him. And he prayed for me. And the Lord led me here. So even when you are in service, you are not wasting your time. God may be preparing you for something that is greater than you. There are lot and lot of benefit in serving Christ. And I pray for you this morning. Nobody will be qualified to discourage you. Amen. Nobody. They have not born that person. Even if you stole me, I will still serve him. Because I know there are benefits in service. Raise your hands to heaven. I will not be discouraged in serving Christ. I will serve him and I will enjoy all the benefits of service in the mighty name of Jesus. I will be blessed. My children will be blessed. My generation will be blessed for serving God in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray and pray. I will enjoy the benefit. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and do not forget his benefits. I will not forget the benefit of serving Forget the benefit of serving Christ. I will serve him. And I will reap the benefits of service. He will answer my prayer. He will bless me. He will surround me with his favor. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Now you close your eyes and you now remind yourself of what God has done this year. We are going to the sixth month. Let's thank him. Remember what he has done. Dwell on his faithfulness and testimony. Dwell on his faithfulness and his goodness and testimony. Thank you for the testimony that you have received so far. Go ahead and just thank him for his faithfulness, for Johnny Mercy. That you have not been kidnapped where other people are kidnapped. Lord, I thank you for provision, for wisdom, for acceleration, for increase. Open your mouth and thank him for a testimony of what he has done. For healing. You are sick and he heal you. For increase. For every blessing. Testify. The God that fed me from January. For the 28th day of May, Lord, I'm grateful. The God that preserved me from all evil. He has not allowed me to be involved in an accident. Lord, I am grateful. The God that showered me with his love. Go ahead and thank him and thank him. Remember what he has done in the past and thank him. Lord, that did wonderful things for me. Protected me. Protected all the students. Father, I thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for this year. It has been years of good news and of affluent grace. Lord, I am grateful. Lord, I am grateful. Thank you, Father. 
In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Raise your two hands to heaven. The same God that shepherded you from January to today, he will shepherd you throughout your lifetime. You will not become a beggar. You will not lack any good things. The God that has preserved you from all evil that is around. Despite that the land is full of insecurity, God has made you to be so secure in your journey, in your home, in your offices. That same God will preserve your life. The God that healed you from all sicknesses. That same God will preserve you in the name of Jesus. He will forever be your healer in Jesus' name. The God that fed you out of famine, that you do not become a beggar, and bless you with his favor. That same God in the new dispensation of new government, he will feed you. He will supply your need. He will give you abundant provision. The new season will be a new level of favor for you. In the name of Jesus. Father, as many people that have testimony of your love, of your provision, of your increase, of your provision, Father, do it again for them in Jesus' name. The psalmist said, when the Lord returned the captivity of Zion, were like them that dream dreams. Our mouth was filled with laughter. Said they among the unbelievers that the Lord has done good things to them. The Lord has done good things for us. That is why we are glad. Father, this week, do good things for your children in Jesus' name. Make them glad in the name of Jesus. And the psalmist says, do it again for us, O Lord. Lord, whatever your people want you to do again, that you have done before, Father, do it again for them this week in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. If you know you are favored, shout hallelujah. Please be seated. God bless you. Life, your heart, complain to him. Raise your hand up. Let me pray for you. All eyes closed. Thank you. Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I believe you love me and I surrender my life to you. Help me, Lord, to serve you because you love me. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen. You can open your eyes. Some of you praying that prayer. If you pray that prayer, you are not born again. You will serve God and you will enjoy the love of God in Jesus' name. Shout a powerful hallelujah.